Welcome to Mountain to Climb, where we talk about anything from business to conspiracies. I'm Jerry. I'm Joe. I'm Brigham. All right, let's get into it. So we skipped a few weeks of recording, and now we're at the end of our... Actionable item. Actionable item. And it was... Um, we couldn't say anything negative, and if we did, we had to change it to something positive. Find a way to positively think about it. Yeah. Did you guys notice a lot of negativity in your life? I noticed um, it's a lot easier to notice when you're kind of look When you're actively looking for it? Yeah. Yeah. And then you kind of just try to change your mindset on it. Or... Otherwise, it's just kind of a daily thing, and you don't even really realize it. Yeah. Did you notice any kind of benefits? I noticed um, doing the gratitude part of it. Just trying to reverse it into a yeah, make positive it, thing. Yeah. Just try. It helps you keep a more positive outlook. Yeah, and it um, makes you, I guess, so you can turn anything bad that happens to you into a positive just by the thought that anything that's hard will make you better. Yeah. So that's kind of how I tried to turn everything positive. Just anything that I didn't like that was happening or if something went wrong, then it either made so I learned a lesson or made me better. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. I, uh, it seemed like most of the times that when I got kind of negative was when stuff wasn't going right, especially with work. You get all frustrated and pissed off. Fuck this. It just helps to know, like, try to find a positive about it and then it helps me get through it knowing that it's not going to make it any better sitting there thinking about how stupid it is and the negativity about it you just need to push through it in order to finish it and make it happen yeah usually it's only a small part of the day once you get through it then it's not stressful at all but i think like joe said the gratitude part i think is the the more beneficial part just kind of helps you open up your eyes to realize how i think they're both like complimentary to each other yeah because when you notice that you're being negative then you add the gratitude to it then it's both complimentary so we're gonna change up yeah we're gonna change the actual item and i have one locked and loaded if you guys don't have one is it 75 hard no maybe do another month well we gotta wait for joe to move up here so we can do it together okay sounds like that butcher shop is about ready yeah we're real close Nice. So I was thinking we'd do journaling as an actual item. So every day, it doesn't matter what you journal, but what I plan to journal is I'm going to try to do it twice a day, actually. So in the morning, I will do, I'll write down a full page of everything I'm grateful for that I already have. And then in the nighttime, I will write down a full page of affirmations about myself that I want to be true or that I feel like is true that is something that I like. So in, in, at nighttime, I'll do affirmations so that I can fall asleep thinking about affirmations. And then in the morning, I will start with gratitude so that I can start my day off with gratitude. That's pretty good. I like it. <clears throat> I thought he was going to say he's going to do like a, a dream journal. That would be kind of cool too. I need to get into that again. That's pretty fun. But I like the journaling part. <clears throat> You can do that too. It doesn't really matter what you journal. You just have to, you just have to journal once a day. I like the idea. I'm down for it. And I took a picture of this the other day. This guy, Marcus Aurelius, the Roman, I think he was an emperor. He would journal every day thoughts, um, his own thoughts to himself. And then... They were never supposed to be published, but then these two guys were... It's just a short clip. They're Jocko and then this guy. They were talking about it, saying how it's a really good read. So I screenshot it because I wanted to read it, but I'm just trying to emphasize on the point that, like, even this Roman Empire was journaling, and there's a lot of people I've seen that kind of say the things they do in their life, their their day-to-day life, and journaling is a huge part especially at the end of your day. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly what the benefit is, but it seems like a lot of very successful people recommend it, like highly recommend it. So it's, there's got to be a benefit. Like that um, podcast, um, that podcast I was talking to you guys about last time. The Order of Man. The Order of Man. You haven't listened to it yet either? No. I need to send you guys, just send you a link. Yeah, but he, he sent me the episode. Um, 
I'll try to find the one I sent you guys already because that was journaling was one of his it was like 10 unconventional ways to better yourself is journaling journaling was one of the 10 oh sweet I think what it probably is and how I can see it would help me a lot is just being able to um like download your thoughts to a piece of paper that you could then read again especially at the end of your day because so much just gets stuck up in your head and it helps I, I find myself talking to my wife a lot at the end of every day just pretty much emptying kind of my day out just telling it to her and it's not really I'm trying to tell her but it's more I'm just kind of getting it out of my head and reconfiguring it if that makes any sense so that'll be our actionable item if you guys would like to follow along that'd be cool I think we had some people doing the cold plunge back in the winter. Which we had someone... Somebody uh, send me. Somebody sent me their vision board. That was cool. Um, we had someone send us a link, or was it you, to a do-it-yourself cold plunge. Yeah, that, I said I that. I followed that page. Now I need to just kind of find some time and sit down and research all these plans because I think I'm going to build one. I, I want a cold plunge. I want to start doing that again. They look nice. These do-it-yourself ones. Yeah. And, and you can build it for less than a thousand bucks. Yeah, way freaking less than the five thousand that the. Dang it, Mary was talking to me today about silencing our phones. <laughs> Mine went off and I just barely silenced it. She says every episode there's a something phone goes off. Let me silence it. <laughs> you guys ever? Do you know how to kill a fly? Yeah, I've never killed a fly before. You just slap that fly to death. <laughs> It landed in my hand and I just clapped. My dad taught me their eyes kind of show them like a 360 view. So if you come in like this over them, then all their eyes show is something like this. Even though there's a gap front and back, they just see a complete circle. So they think their only way out is up. So you get right above them and then clap and they just fly straight into your hand every time. So if there's a fly like on your seat and you swing above it, try to catch it a lot of times you'll catch it hmm. oh yeah um maybe they just like taking straight up i thought of a new segment we can add every week and it's called things i learned along the way because this is doc this is a documentation of our journey on this climb to the top of the mountain of business of life one thing i learned is that um at the butcher shop we was going to sign the lease right away, but our other business partner told us to wait and kind of check things out. And it was a good thing because she's had a lot of experience in business. And she has a lot of experience in agreements too. So it's been nice having her kind of... Like the landlord was getting upset that they sent us a lease agreement and we changed some things on the agreement and sent it back and told them that's what we want to change. And they were saying, you can't change a legal document. And then she was like, it's not a document, it's, a, it's an agreement. Yeah. It's a proposal. Yeah, it was always proposal. Nothing was signed. And then she's like, oh yeah, okay. So we've just been sitting here back and forth, um, altering the agreement, and we haven't um, officially signed on one. But <clears throat> all this is just a big learning step. So what you're saying is don't take the first deal that's offered without doing your due diligence. Yeah. yeah. Definitely don't just go in and sign an agreement. Don't rush into things and always cross your T's and dot your I's. Because we wanted to be signed in May, and it's August. August now. Yeah, so almost three months is like when we were supposed to sign, or when they were wanting us to sign and get into it. We're just having an issue with that freezer still. And we don't want a three-year three agreement if that freezer is not going to work for us. I have to find something different. And I think me and Brigham talked about it a little bit ago. We both agreed that we probably would have signed it if we didn't know what we was doing. If, if it was just the two of us in it, yeah. we probably would have had it signed already. And then you'd have a, like a, you'd have to put 20 grand in it just to make it run. We would have a $1,700 rent due every month. And then trying to figure out how to make it run, make it work. Yeah, that's good to have a, an experienced business partner. One of the main things I've learned along the way is relationship is a huge thing, especially if it's um, 
someone that you're going to do business with frequently, then if you can kind of optimize the relationship, it makes a world of difference. Maybe not changes, you know, what you get the material for. Like it maybe doesn't change the price, but it definitely changes the way they treat you. If you have a good relationship with your clients or your vendors, then they're they feel more obligated to kind of help you out. Cuz like we've got a few vendors that it's like I call them first thing in the morning to ask them a question. They say, oh, I'll get back to you in like 30 minutes. I never hear anything from them. I call them later in the afternoon, then they don't answer. I call them the next morning. Same thing, asking them like, hey, how's it going with this stuff? Like, oh, I'll get right back to you. I never do. That's just some of the butcher equipment. This has been pretty frustrating because I've got a lot of vendors where I have a pretty good relationship. You know, I call on the phone. It's the same person I'm talking to every time. He knows me by face. So it's not just like you're crawling just some random salesperson. They know who you are. And they're more likely to like actually go figure out what needs to happen for you. I don't think I've ever gotten a call back from them. I call them every day this week. Twice hey. every day this week. Should we shout them out? <laughs> nah. They don't need any more publicity then. Just go pick up our equipment and take it somewhere else. One thing I learned after I got into business is um, just do it. Like, you don't have to know everything before you start. You just have to start, and then you'll figure it out. Yeah. Well, if you're waiting for the perfect time, it will never come. Yeah. You can do all your research and buy all the things you think you'll need, but until you actually start, you won't know what you need. Usually, like with your line of work, you shouldn't go out and buy a bunch of stuff. You should buy it as you need it. Yeah, before I started, I bought a whole bunch of tools and equipment that I thought I'd need. Some of it I still haven't used, and it's been two years. I haven't used it. So now I just buy stuff as I need it. Certain jobs will need certain specialty equipment, and I'll just buy it. Yeah, I buy a lot of tools that I think I need, but if it's like more of a costly specialty item... And I use it, and it's something that I don't do frequently, then maybe I'll just rent that tool. But if I ever have to rent it three more than three times, then I'll just buy it. How's business been? <sighs> busy. So busy. I've, yeah, I've been getting a lot of um, requests for work, and I did a pretty fun project over in Bear Lake. I helped a friend of mine fabricate some beams for a house and then erect them. So that's cool. Bear Lake is nice. You wrecked them, you said? Erected them. Oh. That's basically <laughs> install. Yeah, we put them up. I thought you said I wrecked them. That was cool. <laughs> no. I've been, uh, been kind of dabbling a lot more in uh, subbing out stuff. So I've got a project in Deweyville um, that I've already got subs to give me prices for everything that needs to be done there. And I need to just meet with the guy one more time go over a few fine things give him the price if he goes for it which i think he probably will then i just get the subs in there and i i won't do really any work over there and i'll just make money off of all the subs that's awesome and i've got a project going right now in bountiful while i was in bear lake i was working numbers and sending it to her and then she says okay let's go for it and then i'm like well shoot I already have like four projects that I'm supposed to be on right now. How am I supposed to do this? And I had subs to do a lot of it, but there was just some work in the very beginning before any of the subs could get in there that needed to be done. But I've just been finding more and more tools. Like there's a bunch of Facebook groups that are just full of contractors throughout all of Utah. So I just put a message on there. Hey, I'm looking for a framer who can do some small odds and ends in a flip. And this guy contacted me and I told him to go over there and look at it. He gave me a price and it fit in my budget. I'm like, cool. So then he was there the next day to start it. Nice. And I'll make like two grand off of him. Dang. You're good. They're going to give you a bonus if you get done early? We'll see. She kind of mentioned it, but maybe when we finish early, I'll be like, so, where's my bonus? <laughs> <laughs> but I, uh, I just met with another client. He wants me to build him a garage in his um, cabin, at his cabin in Heber. And I'll probably just sub a lot of that out too. 
But I probably will do some of the work there. So there'll probably be a week where I do have to go there. He told me, he's like, well, how about you just bring your family up and stay in the cabin while you're up here? Dang, that's awesome. I'm like, okay. Heber's a nice place. Well, and it's a gated community, clear at the top of one of the mountains. Dang. There's, like, no cell service. And it's just this giant log cabin with a hot tub. And Does it have a golf course around there? I don't think so. Some of them places are right on a golf course I, yeah, I don't think there's a golf course around this gated community dang we need to golf more i know it's already almost time to get too it's cold almost, to golf. it's we're just a month away from september we need to go check out the course in logan is there only one in logan uh i don't know there's probably a couple in cash valley we should we should do that one by your house is there one by my house yeah it's part of the camper camper world are they I don't, they know if they're operational. I don't know if they're operational anymore. Well, maybe they... we just go hit their course. <laughs> and then go swimming. <laughs> In their hot springs. <laughs> you know what we should do? I saw it online. There were golf balls that had, like, lights in them. That'd be nice. So we could do, like, a dusk hit over there on that abandoned field. Except there's probably no holes. We just hit them at the haystack in my backyard. What the heck was that? <laughs> My cat jumped, tried to jump on the hood. Probably scratched the shit out of the truck. <laughs> Stupid cat. You know what I learned along the way? What's that? That I like sunroofs. But I'm starting to really get pissed off when they don't work. <laughs> this one won't work and it's open right there, not sealed. Oh, Last night it was raining and just leaking in the truck. Dang, that sucks. Has it been leaking the whole time? Um, that was really the only rainstorm that we've had since it was unsealed. <laughs> I got it scheduled to go take it to a shop or to the dealer and have them look at it. See if they can get it at least just sealed back up. Yeah, I used to love sunroofs until I had two cars that sunroof broke on. Oh, I so use delicate. it all the time. And I it closed just fine. And then the next time I tried to open it, it wouldn't open. Like, what the freak even happened with it? I forgot we even had a sunroof in Mary's van. We don't ever use it. I use it all the I time. I raced my Cadillac standing out of my sunroof. <laughs> Dang. And I won. <laughs> oh, my God. And then when we got to where we was going, because we was going, it was like 11 o'clock at night, we went to Village Inn. I'm, I get out of my car. I'm like, what the heck? You was driving and you standing out of the sunroof? <laughs> I'm just laughing at him and then passing him. <laughs> Who was it that you raced? Uh, one of the stoles. I can't... <laughs> it was in that Mazda he had, huh? No, he had a BMW. Oh. Dang. <clears throat> I think it was like a 3 Series or something. You know what we should do? That canyon that you go through on the way to Bear Lake has some pretty cool mountains, and we should climb one. That would be cool. And then do our podcast at the top of the mountain. If it's not windy. Yeah. That might not work. We can try it still. We can we went, climb it, though. That'd be fun. Went to the lake last night. It was pretty windy. What lake? Pineview. Oh, yeah, you told us. We took some pictures, family pictures, up Logan Canyon. Look at the mountain. Just this huge cliff mountain. There's a ton of cliffs on the yeah. way to Bear Lake. Awesome. That canyon, there's a lot of offshoot canyons in there, too. We should go camping in that canyon. That's, I think that's my favorite kind of camping. I don't really like going to campsites. I way prefer just going up a dirt road and just take your stove and your food, your water with you. Yeah. And just find a nice secluded spot. So, did you guys hear the news? About aliens? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was on it. There's a, a government, like, hearing going on about aliens, and they've admitted to finding... There's a biblical conspiracy theory about that that they're demons yeah that the aliens that, are they, demons the alien the non-biologicals so that the they found of, so the end of times is supposed to be like the times of noah <clears throat> and the times of noah there was fallen angels that came out of the sky and they were the nephilim that breeded with humans and they were giants and they're saying that these aliens are giants like 10 feet tall there's people saying that, that the end of times is going to be supposed to be the same as no the time of noah so it's just they're creating like so, saying they're aliens so when the rapture happens and everyone disappears they're saying that they're gonna be taken from the with the aliens are gonna take them 
That's crazy. So yeah, I guess there's like a hearing with the government, and they've conf- like admitted to finding non-human biologics inside of UFOs. Non-human. That could be an animal. That could. That's what I was thinking when they kept saying that it was non-human biological, whatever. I was like that could be a dog. <laughs> could be anything really. It could be they, an alien. It's so stupid how they can't just be specific and tell us what the heck is going on. We pay so much freaking taxes. They should at least tell us what's going on. There's people that think that the Nephilim, the fallen angels that are giants, that breeded with humans, that's what a lot of people have a conspiracy that that's what Sasquatch is. A Nephilim? Yeah. Seems like if Sasquatch was real, there would be some better videos by now. With all the trail cams and stuff. There's this podcast all about Sasquatch and all these accounts of Sasquatch. Because I had a client and he's like, he says he's seen Sasquatch twice. Anyway, he's telling me about this guy's podcast. Did you egg him on about it? We just sit there and listen to him and kind of, dang, really? Tell me more. And then he told us. You gotta convince him the world is flat. <laughs> we listened to a couple, I listened to a couple of his podcast episodes of this guy and it's pretty compelling. <laughs> I don't I don't know if I believe that there's Sasquatch, but I also don't care to believe if there's a Sasquatch yeah, I or not. Don't really care. There's a Bigfoot out there in the mountains, cool. If he gets me then I guess I was not very good. He was in the wrong spot. Look at this. Dang, that's a huge blister. I blistered both my hands working out today. Dude, one workout can just wreck your hands. It's fun, though. It's like, how do you expect me to keep working out? <laughs> Next. I used to get the biggest blisters, monkey barring. <laughs> it's pretty much what we were doing at the gym. <laughs> Next week, they're doing uh, member appreciation week. And you can bring people for free. So if anyone wants to come to the gym with me and Brigham, you can. Because this episode will be out in time for you guys to come. You should just do it. Talking to the listeners. Oh. They should, they should just, <laughs> just do, do it. it. I was just like, do, do what? <laughs> I already go to the gym. Look at this. Yeah, you, you got to shave them off before they get like that. Makes you stronger. This one blistered underneath it. Like that? Yeah. That's why it's even coming off. Do you guys have a conspiracy? Mine was the aliens not being a conspiracy anymore. Do you think Do you think the government is just lying again or do you think there's really aliens? I bet they're lying. They lie. They're always lying. Rather well, just getting you hyped up and there's a stupid mouse in that thing they found. <laughs> <laughs> like dang, these mice are everywhere. I don't know. I don't mind believing in aliens. Yeah, but now the government is saying they're real. Do you think that they really are now? They don't have a very good track record when it comes to honesty. Yeah, but they've been lying about it for so long already. And then they're going to just, they're saying, no, 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 there's been none, there's none. And then there's all these people with all this evidence saying that it is. And then all of a sudden they're like, all right, yeah, there is some. But that's a lie too. (laughs) I guess only time will tell when you start seeing UFOs just drop out of nowhere. I've seen a UFO. See, they are real. It doesn't mean it was an alien. Could have just been the government. Yeah. Like, always did you see sneaky. the new Russian ship? Uh-uh. It's a Russian, like, S-6. A ship, like, in the ocean? No, it's an aircraft. And it literally looks like a UFO. It's just this huge saucer. Dang. And they say it has the heaviest payload out of any flying. It can lift up, like, six. 600 or 6,000 tons. 6,000 tons? Yeah. Holy crap. Let's look. So that's 120 million pounds. Not million, 120,000 pounds. Dang, that's a lot. That's 12 million pounds. 12 million. Let's see if I can find this Russian ship. Whatever happened to the Ukraine war? Is that still going on? I think so. Thought that. It seemed like it was escalating and escalating and then you hear nothing. I'm pretty sure it's still active right now. And you start seeing these videos of people in Crimea 
Is that what it is? Crimea? It, um, In Russia? Not Russia. Ukraine? I Yeah, I don't know <laughs> if that's how you pronounce it or not, but yeah. And they just look like they're living a normal life. Doesn't even look like a war zone. When you look for Brigham? I'm trying to find that Russian spaceship. We'll find a way. Did you bring a question? I'll figure one out. If did you guys see that Trump is indicted again for what January six stuff? That he's supposed to report to the White House on August fourth. No, the courthouse. Not the, the courthouse. Yeah. Did you see that? I can't remember who was backing her, but they were just saying that if Meghan Markle wanted to run for president, they would back her. What? I think it was um, Joe Biden's sister or something. <laughs> you know how funny that would be? <laughs> Who's Meghan Markle? She's uh... She's that girl that married the prince. Yeah. Oh. And then the prince ran to America. He left the royal family. Saying that the royal family... So if she became president, a royal would be the, the first man. <laughs> <laughs> she, didn't, she doesn't have a chance, I don't think. I don't think she has a chance either, but it's kind of <clears throat> funny to even think about. I think it's going to be between Kennedy and Trump. I wish I would run together. That would be such a cool team. Yeah. They would have to change their parties. No, they wouldn't. To run together, I think they would. Yeah, they'd have to be on the same party. No, there's been a vice... There's been a Republican president and a vice president Democrat. Huh. That'd be... I think that'd be better. That would be Seems like it should have to be like that. Because then you can get both parties to be to run it working together yeah it shouldn't be so against each other they should freaking work together to make the country better well if it is between robert kennedy and donald trump then i think that's a win-win yeah i think they'd both be good candidates it wouldn't be like the other years where you're like who the heck am i supposed to vote for they're both garbage what if it was not the other year well that's last, what last time that's trump what, was good that's what everyone like the first year that trump ran everyone's like i don't want to vote for trump and i don't I want to vote for vote hillary for yeah most people we know were on board with voting for trump but a lot of people they're like i went on a hike with one of my cousins during the 2016 debates i guess before the election. We're just hiking. Vote for Trump. There's a freaking ton of people there. And they started throwing rocks at us. Dang. Did you throw them back? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Can't let them do that to you. <laughs> what if it came down to Joe Biden and Hillary Clinton? It wouldn't come down to that. They're, oh, yeah. They'd they're be running the same party. What if Joe Biden changed to a Republican so that they could vote <laughs> <laughs> And then it came down to Joe Biden and Hillary. Who would you vote for? <laughs> well, on the paper, it still has the Mickey other people Mouse. you can vote for. I would still vote for someone else. I'd vote. They say that Mickey Mouse gets like 10,000 votes every time. I'd vote for Kanye. <laughs> Kanye's pretty interesting. He was actually on the ballot last time. Yeah. It's crazy. Do you think there's... I guess... I think the election was stolen, so... I was going to say, do you think there's enough people jokingly voting for Kanye to make so Trump didn't win? <laughs> I think it was pretty rigged. Yeah. Questions. What do you got? I still got to think. Do you think you can live off of beef jerky and water? Yeah. For how long? Forever. Forever? That'd get rough because beef jerky is so salty. I think you could sustain for quite a while, but I think you might... Sub- Subdue, is that the word, or succumb? Succumb. To the beef jerky. To death. (laughs) (laughs) You'd die one day, and more likely it'd probably be because of some body failures because you didn't get some proper nutrition. I don't know. So there was this, I was listening to this podcast with uh, some CrossFit coach that, like, helped a bunch of people win the CrossFit games or whatever. He says red meat is like the most miracle food on earth. Oh, I like red meat. I've been eating some bison recently. It's pretty good. I've tried bison jerky, but not burger. He says that's the only food that you can eat alone and get and thrive on because it has everything you need. Well, then maybe you could 
with jerky. What's well, considered red meat? It doesn't have to be beef. super salted. That's the only red just meat? Just jerky. Uh, I guess you could probably consider, like, venison and elk red meat. What about rabbits? No, I think that's more think so? light meat. What about, there's some, like, sandhill cranes. They what call them the steak of the sky. The ribeye of the, the sky. The ribeye of the sky. Because they're supposed to be just as soft and tender and juicy as steaks. That's it's a bird. Ribeyes. Yeah. Man, we gotta shoot a crane. And, and supposedly, it. I think they're red. Like, the meat is pretty dark red. I don't know. I thought he was just saying, like, beef, but... Is all red meat the same? I don't it doesn't know. It tastes the same. That's what I'm wondering. What, what's, what's red meat? Because... You know, that's a, a term, red meat, but what, what else classified as as red meat? I don't know. Never really thought about Cause it. Because there's tuna. Tuna's super freaking red. Tuna's not red. Not tuna in a can, because that's cooked. Look up a picture of a tuna fish. That's like One pink. Them, huh? That's like pink, isn't it? No, nah, dude. There's some fish that they're slicing in into it and butchering it up, and it looks just as red as a steak. I'm pretty sure he's talking about, like, beef. <laughs> I don't know. It says, what is red meat? And it just brings up a bunch of... Red meat is commonly red when raw in contrast to white meat, which is pale in color before cooking in culinary terms. Only flesh from mammals or fowl is classified as red or white. So, I guess fish isn't classified as red or white. Alright, I got a question. What is it? Would you cut off both your legs for $10 million? No. For $100 million? No. $500 million. Would they be able to attach them again? No. They're gone forever. $500 million? You could get stumps. At what age? You could right get stumps now. and then you could just put... Pro- so I was thinking about this the other day. Would you rather have prosthetic legs or prosthetic arms? You can ask your question later. We're on my question. (laughs) I for sure would rather have prosthetic legs. So, like, the people that have prosthetic legs, they look like they can get around pretty good. So Brigham would do it. 500 million? Both legs at the stumps. I think maybe... It has to be above the knee. That's that's a lot of money. (laughs) 500 million. I think I probably still want it. I like my legs. 750 million. 750 million. I think if it crossed that billion, I'd be like, okay. So a billion, you'd do it for a billion? Yeah, maybe. I still would have to be thinking kind of hard. No, you're going to answer it. Yeah. What's yours? You went first. You got to answer it. <laughs> would you do it at a billion? If I can set the price, hell, let's do like no, you twenty can't, billion. You can't set the price. Would you do it for a billion? <laughs> That's a lot of money, Brigham. That's one, a lot of money. One billion dollars. That's double what Jacob Kingston stole. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'd do it. You would? Both legs? You'd never have to work a day in your life again. You'd be set. You get some prosthetics. Go through a year of rehab, learn how to walk on your prosthetics, and then Can just you, live your life. How would you walk on two prosthetic legs? Can people you do, do it all the time. Well, both of them above the There's knee? There's people that was running on a track with, with two? two prosthetics. Above the knee? I don't know about that. I don't know about what. That'd be hard. I would only do a billion dollars if I can get two functional prosthetics afterwards. You don't know. So, on the information you have right now, would you do it for a billion? I get billion dollars and i get prosthetic legs that function yes you get a billion dollars it doesn't matter what you spend your billion on you could probably go try to buy some prosthetics but that doesn't come with the deal as long as that's an option is that an option it's not an option as long as you're sitting here saying (laughs) if it's like above the knee and today there's no option to have prosthetic legs above the knee that function there is prosthetic legs above the knee yeah i just don't know how easy it'll be to walk on them Two of them. Well, if it's easy to walk on two of them, then yes. If you... Okay, I'm going to change it. <laughs> if you Wait, first let's look at this tuna meat. Yeah, it's pretty red. 
I'd say it's just as red as beef. Look how maroon that is. Tuna's so good. So, I just wonder, is tuna red meat? No. It's red, like, it literally is red meat, but it's not red meat. What about you? So Brigham said yes, so I would say no, and I would just get money from Brigham. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Thanks, Brigham. <laughs> hey, Brigham, can I have a million dollars? If you were paralyzed Maybe. from the waist down, would you be paralyzed from the waist down for a billion? With no, no hope to getting it rebuilt? No. Two billion? No. Ten billion? I don't think there's any price for being paralyzed from the waist down that I'd want to choose. Yeah, that'd suck. What about you? Would you t- cut your freaking legs off? No freaking way, dude. I love walking around. You, you just could t- still you walk just around. Take a loan out on Brigham, huh? <laughs> you got a billion dollars. You could still walk around if you had prosthetics. Exactly. Brigham can still walk. That would wreck my squat cleans for sure. No, dude, whatever. There's a guy that's jacked, way more jacked than you and I, and he, he has a prosthetic leg. Yeah, one. Yeah, one. I, I think I've seen that guy that you're talking about, but nah, it's not worth it. I'd rather have a fully functioning body. I'm going to make the billion anyway. Just gonna take my entire life <laughs> to do it. And all you had to do is chop your legs off. Yeah, Brigham made up pretty quick. What are you, 25? Yep. Would I be the youngest billionaire today? Doubt it. Find it out who's the youngest billionaire. Let's see. Brigham Green. Put on the Forbes real quick. Clement. Hmm. That's hard to pronounce. But he was 18, lives in Italy, and his net worth is $3.5 billion. What the heck? Dang. That's got to be daddy's money. No, it's, he made it off of whatever company. Is a weird name. He was 19? <clears throat> 18. A lot of the youngest millionaires and billionaires, looks, a lot looks of them are gotten their money from inheritance. That's what you think. So if you had... Money wasn't an issue. You had whatever money you needed to do. You would still live in America? Yeah. Why? I don't like it here. I would, but I'd I'd have passports. I'd travel, but I'd still live here. What's better than America? I mean, you'd still be an American citizen, but from what I've seen from other people online, at least, you can have just as much, like... Just be, still being an American citizen, but living in other places, it's like a little bit more freeing than being here. I don't know. Just not being part of all the nonsense here. You're like a part of almost no one's nonsense. You just can be living anywhere. If, if money wasn't a problem, it, then there wouldn't be any of that nonsense, pretty much. But regardless of that nonsense, if money wasn't a problem, I don't think I'd live here. I think there's some, there's probably way more beautiful, easygoing, peaceful places that I'd be able to function and enjoy way more than anywhere in America. Like some island like oasis. Like a Scandinavian place. Or even an island oasis that you, like, own the whole island. I wouldn't want to live on an island. But you're probably not there all the time. If you had that much money where you live, is that even actually a solid place? You're probably just traveling so much. I'd probably have, like, three or four places. But You'd probably go live in, like, Italy for a month or two and then go live, Italy go back home for a like month a or cool two. Place to live. Well, but, and I say live just because right, if you're there for, like, three months, just kind of traveling and working on your computer or whatever, your phone, traveling, then you travel somewhere else for a month Why would you be working two. if money was not an issue ever again? Because... <laughs> It doesn't just become not an issue. You actively like doing business calls and stuff. No, that's stupid. (laughs) If money is not an issue, I'm never going to work again. I'll just do what I like to do. Then I just won't live anywhere. I just travel everywhere. So I'd live somewhere. I'd live... uh, Well, not forever. I guess eventually you'd settle down. You'd travel and see all of it. 
I'd live in America still, but I'd for sure travel a lot more. I think it'd be cool to go to different countries and be, get fluent with their language. Like, have a vacation home there. You do this. You travel everywhere. Then you've seen everything, and you can decide where the best place to live is. Because you've seen it all. What if you travel somewhere and get murdered? What if you travel to the bottom of the ocean and die? And explode. <laughs> <laughs> After you pay 120 grand to get down there, I think it was like 250 grand. <laughs> yeah, I think each person paid. 250. Yeah, I think each ticket was a quarter million dollars. What a rip off! <laughs> Mr. Beast got invited. Dang, but he's glad he didn't go. Do you imagine? So yeah, oh, I almost went on that. I was listening to Bradley's podcast. He had Keaton Hoskins on. It's a pretty funny podcast, but. Um, he's all saying that his buddy had these two airplanes that he'd always try to get Brad to ride in them with him. And, um, one time they're hanging out and he tells Brad, I put those airplanes in, in my will to go to you <laughs> just cause he, he knew that Brad didn't want him. And, uh, he says, yeah, with my luck, um, you'll crash them and you'll die in them and I'll, I'll be wheeled a hunk of metal. <laughs> and then the guy dies and he from crashing that plane. <laughs> Dang. And he gets wheeled a hunk of metal. Yeah, he didn't get it though because I guess the... So, whoever's the executor of the will gets to decide what really happens with all the stuff in the will. So he didn't end up getting them. But that's just crazy. He And he was supposed... He was going to go on that flight with the guy that he crashed and, and died he on. crashed and died on. Yeah, Joe Rogan says when he's flying, if he's got a buddy... That, can't make it to the airport for any reason he won't get on that plane <clears throat> someone asked him why he's like guys i'm not you're not gonna be the only one that's that should have been on that plane and didn't go <laughs> i'm not getting on there either he also takes 500 milligram edible before he goes on planes <laughs> that's crazy that's wake was your question joe i asked it what was it i don't remember now but I asked it. Oh, the, the beef jerky thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, what was your question, Brigham? Where would you live? I feel like you've asked that before. Probably have, because I don't want to live. If I feel like if money wasn't an issue, it's not that I don't want to live in America, but I feel like money wasn't an issue. There's got to be some better places to live. Yeah, America seems like it's gone downhill a lot. But it's still a pretty good place. Yeah, I don't think it's a bad place, but... There's a lot of people that I've been seeing, they say that, like, if you can have a job that pays you American dollar, but you can live in a place that's really cheap to live, that's, like, the best, like, circumstance right now. Costa Rica. When I was in San Diego, 7% of Tijuana residents live in Tijuana working in San Diego. They cross the border every day to go to work. Twice a day. Twice a day. That sucks. Yeah, like they're just sleeping... And the reason why is because it's so much cheaper to live in Mexico. Rent's way cheaper than in San Diego. Food, everything, way cheaper than if you were on the American side. Do they have to go through, like, border security, or do they just hop the fence? To go through border security, and it can take upwards of, like, six to seven hours sometimes. Dang. If you're in a car. The The fences around there didn't seem easy to hop. If you cut a hole in them, they are. Are they panels or fence? Have you seen it? I just walked through the station, and there's just a big city everywhere around me, so I couldn't see. I couldn't see the line. But when I was in the other part of the border, way on the east side, then it was panels. Like there were like probably eight inches apart, maybe at like a 45 angle, welded with a top plate on the top and bottom. Like, and they were maybe six inches wide. Like, there's no way you'd be able to squeeze through it. Not even a child, I don't think. How would you be able to cut it? I don't think you'd be able to cut those. Yeah, you'd have to have a torch. Torches are pretty easy to move around. Maybe you could scale it. But I think, I don't know anything about how the border is, but it seemed like the two places I've seen it is pretty guarded. And, like, I think they've got cameras down most of the spots. So the Republicans lying to us? Is the border not open? Well, I don't... I'm sure there's still spots people get through. Yeah, I don't think there's a, a fence. And there's the tunnel underneath the river. I bet there's a lot of tunnels we don't know about. For sure. Well, someone was telling me there's actual tunnels under the Rio Grande. 
to go under the river. Do you know what else I heard on that podcast? There's a city, like a full blonde city with a king in Las in Vegas. In Las Vegas, underground. Under the ground. What podcast was that? Bradley's podcast with Keaton They call Hoskins. them mole people? What the heck? I don't know what they call, they call them, them, but there's a civilization under Las Vegas, and they have a king, and the cops won't go down there. Is that real? Yeah. I think. I don't know. I've heard it from a lot of people. Should we go check it out? (laughs) See if we want to live there? (laughs) That's crazy. Do you just have to kill the king and then you're a king? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be wild. I'm just picturing Ragnar. Who wants to be king? (laughs) I don't know. I don't think you just go kill him and you're king. I bet he's probably got his followers who wouldn't like that at all. Yeah, you have to go through all the bosses. You'd have to build your own following to support you, back just, you. Just challenge him to one-on-one combat for the throne. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. Do His supporters will still support you after that. It's worth a shot. <laughs> How do they even live like that? I don't know. Underground? Do they come up for anything? I'm sure they have to come up for food. Well, I'm sure there's probably a lot of stuff they just there, can like, self-sufficient down there, but not all. I don't know how they can grow food without sunlight. I guess you artificial can get, grow lights. You can get grow lights, I guess. How did they get? Maybe they just power down rats. there. They get power from that'd be easy to steal power. Wonder if they literally can just steal it. They're just tapped into it and not paying for it. There's another city in like California that is lawless. California seems like it's lawless. Is there. Oklahoma the piece that goes right above Texas? Yeah, the that Oklahoma section ten, right panhandle. there, that small panhandle, used to be no man's land with no laws in it. Dang. And the United States decided that was, they didn't like it being a lawless piece of land, so they gave it to Oklahoma. You're a state, and they just say, hey, take care of this land, it's yours now. During the Prohibition, then alcohol was still legal right there because it's no man's land. So people would go there to drink, and then they'd get in fights and kill people. Dang, it's just a party land. When I was in Tijuana, they said that during the Prohibition, then there was these bars and saloons set up in Tijuana that were no Latinos allowed. They're only white people bars. What the heck? Because of the Prohibition, then people would come, they'd go over the border and just party in Mexico and then come back over. And found out while I was in Tijuana that the Caesar salad was invented in Tijuana. Was? Yeah, by this chef who had a hotel with a restaurant in Tijuana. I love And his that last salad. name was Caesar, and he was an Italian. I thought Caesar himself made that salad. <laughs> nope. <laughs> the Roman Emperor. It's like on uh, the Hangover. Did Caesar actually live here? <laughs> They're in Caesar's palace in Vegas. That's a funny movie. You guys have seen any good movies lately? I haven't watched no. movies recently. I haven't watched anything recently. I'm trying to think of the latest movie I've watched that just recently came out. I think John Wick 5? I need to I've watch it. I've still that. never seen it. Should I just tell you what happens? No. <laughs> I'm going to watch it. Did when? You've been saying you, that for months. Did you actually watch it? <laughs> yeah, I went to the theaters with Julia. Yeah, what the heck, dude? It was for date night. I invited I you to Top Gun. It was a di- date night. Still invited you. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good movie, huh, Brigham? Top, Top Gun? Yeah. That's a good movie. You know what else is a good movie? John Wick 5. Is it 4 or 5? What? I don't I think it's 4. Because I've seen 3. I didn't know there was a 5. Then I think it's 4. I'm reading the Harry Potter books again. Are you listening to them? Yeah, I, just, I listen to them. That series is like a masterpiece that's a good series freaking good you should listen to the lord of the rings i should if I'm, you've never listened to the lord of the rings you should listen to the lord i of tried rings. reading it just when i was little before audible audible was even a thing i can never get into it but could you imagine could audible now. wasn't a thing that'd be dumb <laughs> no it wasn't it wasn't a thing yeah it was dumb <laughs> i remember going to the library and the it's library actually, came out with these little MP3 players that had the book on them. That's all that was, and you'd plug your headphones in it. Did you ever get those? No, I got the, the cassette tapes. And just had, to have like, a CD Walkman? Yeah, and it'd say, turn tape over. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, it was cassette tapes or it was discs? Really? I never knew about this. But I got the first Harry Potter You never went to the library and got books? Audio books? We didn't have a library around there. Yeah, I, I, that's how I read the first Harry Potter book. That's how I read all my books. Cassette tapes, and then I read the actual books, like, with my eyeballs after that. <laughs> <laughs> like, the real paper ones. My mom would tell me that I had to get the book and follow along as I listened to it. When, I was, when it first came out, my mom used to read that to me before I went to bed. One of my moms read all the books to my brother before we went to bed, and then he finished it, the seventh book. And then we went to... My mom started doing that with Aragon, too. That was a good book. And my mom didn't like the book, so she quit doing it. And Steven's <laughs> like, what the heck? I freaking like that. that <laughs> but he didn't pretty, want to read it himself. A pretty good series. But then <laughs> we just went over to Universal Studios and had, like, a Harry Potter trip for him finishing the books. Have you ever read the Ender series? Ender game? Ender's game. Like, have you read all of them? That's a huge series, and there's a bunch of different offshoots. I've read all of the Ender series. I haven't read all of the Shadow series. I read both of them. Orson Scott Card is... He's freaking good. Yeah. He's a dang good author. You've never read Ender's Game or listened to it? Dude. I think I'll listen to it. Put Harry Potter down. No, no, no. Finish Harry Potter, but... No, you've already read Harry Potter. (laughs) I don't read all of them. Oh, you haven't read all... Okay, finish Harry Potter. It's such a good series, but yeah, finish Harry Potter and then read Ender's series. I'm on book four already on Harry Potter. Yeah. Listen to the Enders, and I think I have them all on Audible. If you want, I think Steven has them too. Freaking Steven! And then the sh- <laughs> he has everything. <laughs> and then read the Shadow series. That one's way. G- the Shadow series might be better than the Ender series. That one's a little tricky though to follow. What I like to do is I just go on Google, and just say best way to read Ender's game, and it'll give you the this breakout list, and just start where it says, and then just follow that list through. Because that one, they're all jumbled up. Stephen King, like, he has written, like, 50 books. And most of them kind of overlap a little bit. Like, it's all in the same universe. Oh, yeah. It's pretty cool. The Way of Kings and the Mistborn series. The Way of Kings sounds familiar, but I don't think I listened to it. And Mistborn. Thanks. Both of those are pretty good series, I think, you guys. Yeah, the Mistborns and Way of Kings. Actually, The Way of Kings is one of the books in that series. The series is actually called Way of King and the Way of Kings and Mistborns. Mistborns. But uh, so actionable, actionable item is journaling. Journaling. You can journal about whatever you want, but I will be journaling about uh, gratitude in the morning and affirmations at night. Cool. So are you journaling tonight or tomorrow night? Tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning. This is day one. Yeah. Okay. All right. See you guys. Follow Don't forget along. to like, follow, and share. Leave us them reviews. We're still waiting to see what everyone thinks. If you want to come to the gym, do it. We'll be there. Peace.